Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. We are back with another episode. It is another beautiful day. We are enjoying this fall weather that is starting to happen here in Louisiana. And today, I want to talk about the 10K challenge that I'm seeing come up in the manifestation community. First off, what is the 10K challenge? The 10K challenge is based off of this idea that it takes 10,000 hours, 10,000 repetitions to create a habit, to formulate something, formulate a repetitive and persistent practice into a habit to be able to then retain information, reprogram your mind, um, continue to start doing something as a habit that be excuse me, that is more intrinsic and more natural than it is extrinsic and driven by an external force. But with that sometimes can come its own set of challenges. With looking at a goal such as reaching 10K repetitions of something can come its own set of challenges. And those challenges may look like this. Well, what if I can't get to 10K in a day? Do I need to get to 10K in a day for it to work? Do I need to get to 10K to be able to feel like things are working out for me? Or do I simply need to set aside time for myself in my day to be able to sit with my affirmations or work on this um, habit that I'm wanting to form? to then be able to make that habit into a routine that I can continue to stick by? And how can I formulate it for me in a way that's going to work for me? And, and I've, I've spoken to friends about this because I, um, I am part of a manifestation group on Facebook where we talk about this all the time. Is a manifestation group made up of a couple of different coaches who have their own um, YouTube channels and they talk about manifestation on YouTube and they offer private coaching for clients. And, um, you know, we, we have like a, a big old community on Facebook. And um, not only is it, you know, those coaches, but it's also people who follow these coaches, people who have been following them on social media and YouTube and and all of these different things. And we will collectively, as a group, talk about these things, talk about different manifestation techniques, talk about the 10K challenge, talk about how important it is to incorporate self-concept affirmations as well as it is to affirm for money or your specific person or that new house or that new car or that new job, right? But for some of us, for some of us in the group, I have seen a challenge come up with sticking to 10K repetitions. And the challenge is this. Well, what if I don't get to 10K in a day? What if I don't get to 10K in 10 hours? What if I don't get to 10K within five hours? What if I don't get to 10K even in three days? And I I made a post about it. I posted in the in the group and the admins approved and I said, look, that's okay. Because everyone's everyone's affirmations, everyone's time spent doing those affirmations 
are going to look different. If something takes you five seconds to say or five seconds to do, it might be a little bit easier to get to those 10,000 repetitions for something that takes you five seconds versus something that might take you a whole minute or something that might take you 20 seconds even or something that might take you three minutes. It might take you 20 seconds to say five affirmations. It might take you 30 seconds to say 10 affirmations, whatever it is. So it's going to look a little different for you to reach 10K versus another friend of yours to reach 10K. And let me, let me put it into this perspective. Let me put it into the perspective of simply reaching a goal. You have the bigger goal. You have this big goal, this big objective, okay? And you have your starting point. Your starting point is wherever you are right now, okay? So you've got your starting point wherever you are right now, and you have this end goal. And you may think that in order to get to your end goal, you have to start at one and end up at two and then move to three. But sometimes you actually have to work backwards from that goal and create little mile markers that then bring you back to one and your starting point so that you can flesh out the process of getting to your goal and you can implement daily little tasks towards getting to your goal. And sometimes that might help more than simply looking at, oh, well, I need to meet this this repetition or I need to meet this quota or I need to... Because when you're looking at 10,000 repetitions, it's a quota. It's a quota. You need to get to 10,000 repetitions for, for it to stick for you. You need to get to 10,000 repetitions for it to stick for you. You need to blah, 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 blah. No. You don't need to get to that in a day. Sometimes it might take a week. Sometimes it might take two weeks. Don't focus on the how and the when. Focus on your why. Why do you want this so badly? Why do you want to change your habits? Why do you want to change your circumstances? Why are you unhappy with your circumstances? What do you hope it's going to achieve for you? What do you hope to achieve? Why do you want to achieve this? Focus on the why. And if the why is simply because I know it'll help me feel good, then that's a that's a decent enough why right now. Okay? You're not... And I don't mean that to say, okay, well, you're looking at this, this end goal, this thing outside of you to feel good. No. You're looking at, okay, it's going to get me in line with what I believe. It's going to get me in line with what I want, what I desire. I am already aligning to my desire. And I'm simply helping it along. This is something that I said to a friend of mine once. Is that 
my desires, my goals, my end goals, they already exist. They've already been created. The house that I want to live in, the relationship I want to have, the car that I want to drive, the TV that I want to put in my living room mounted on my wall, (laughs) the king size bed that I want to have in my bedroom, whatever it is, it already exists and I can already obtain it. Fact. It already exists. I can already work towards obtaining it. Fact. Total fact. Total fact. King beds exist. I can go on Amazon and purchase a king bed uh, uh, bed frame. <laughs> I can go. I can go on a furniture uh, store website and purchase a bed frame and a mattress and a, and a box spring. I want uh, a coffee or a boba tea. I know exactly where I can get those, and I can go out and get one. I want to watch Disney. I want to watch Disney movies. I have a DVD player in my living room, and I also have a subscription to Disney Plus. It already exists, right? So, but when you are thinking of the things. I said that it I said that for me, my things that I want, my desires that I want already exist. They've already been created. The life that I want is already created. It already exists. I am just helping it along. I am seeing it through. I am seeing myself align with the objective goals daily. To get towards my bigger end goal. To have what it is that I want in my life. Simple. Simple and fact. But let's talk about the 10K again. And if you are feeling... If you are tuning into this episode because you've been following a 10K. Or you wanted to know more about the 10K challenge. And... You're feeling a little bit like that 10K goal is this looming goal that seems impossible to reach. I have a suggestion for you. So, for me, I want to, I know that I can surpass 10K. I know that I can surpass 10K repetitions of my affirmations, okay? I am an affirmer. I love affirming. I love sitting and affirming. I love visualizing. I love daydreaming. I love writing. (laughs) Sometimes I will write how it feels, whether that's in a journal or in my notes on my phone or um, as a little personal short story that I can read to myself um, on my Word documents on my iPod. Um, I will. I will write kind of like little stories or I like to write poetry and I do publish some of my poetry but if I have a goal to write my poetry I'm just like all right I'll write it in a note on my phone and then I'll refine it when I go on the website to publish it or um, if I if I feel inspired by something just random I'll put it in a note on my phone and then I'll flesh it into something else later But I love affirming, and I love having little daily goals. But for me, I'm not just 
thinking about the repetitions. I know that I can surpass those repetitions. And I also know that even once you get to 10,000 repetitions of something, you should still continue to keep going and persisting. You shouldn't just get to that goal and then stop. There are certain goals that it's okay to get to and stop. You know, if, if you if you have your goal for your dream house and you know exactly the address and you know exactly the neighborhood and you know exactly where you want to live in exactly what state and exactly what city of what state and, and you've looked at it and looked at it and looked at it and you're affirming and affirming for it, <laughs> then sure, that's specific. That's something very intrinsically specific. And that's something that you're working towards to be like, okay, this is my specific goal. I'm not going to give up on this specific goal. But then once I reach the specific goal, all I have to do is, especially when it comes to a house, for example, you have that specific goal of the specific house that you want, exactly what it looks like, the address, the city, the state, the whatever. And, and now all you have to do is maintain that home. You're done getting that home. You bought it. You're, it's yours. You know, um, if you have mortgage payments every month, you have to pay those mortgage payments. You have to pay your utilities. Of course, you have to maintain your home. You're not just going to, you still don't stop when you've got the home. Now what goes into, um, actually making that house, your home is maintaining it, keeping up with the cleaning, Keeping up with the maintenance outside, such as, you know, making sure your grass is cut or weeding your garden or whatever it is that you're doing. And paying the utilities to make sure you still have water and gas and electric. And all of those different things that go into having a home, that is what you're doing now. You've already gotten to the end goal. Now you're just continuing to maintain it to continue to make it into your home, right? Right. So your goal with, with it becomes different. You got the house. Now your goal is to continue to maintain your home, right? Think about it in this perspective too. For people who are starting a workout routine oftentimes when people start a workout routine they either want to do one of two things they want to get to a goal weight and then maintain a goal weight and sometimes it happens that they start the workout routine to get to a goal weight to then maintain that goal weight they've gotten to that weight and now they want to maintain it but let's start off with the perspective of getting to that goal weight and I'll use my personal example. I am currently 217 and a half pounds. I don't feel unattractive. I don't feel like I'm not beautiful, but I notice that I have some physical problems with that, particularly in my knees and my lower back and my shoulders. And I gained a lot of weight. I was almost up to 240 at one point um, over the past two years with um, ever since the shutdown started happening here in America and going into those shutdowns, I was a good 180. I was pretty healthy at 180. I, I probably still could have lost some weight because I was having some difficulties with, especially going up and down stairs, <laughs> um, and, uh, different physical, physical exertions such as going up and down stairs 
or walking for long distances in the heat. Um, because I do live in the South and even, uh, even during the fall and during the winter, sometimes it can be so hot outside. I want to go take a dip in a pool, but my current weight goal is to maybe get back down to about 165, 170, which is where I was back when I started college. <laughs> and I know that's kind of a, a weird goal to try and get down to because I am not 21 anymore. I am going to be 28 <laughs> before the end of this year. And um, I, I know that I want to get down to that specific goal not to feel more attractive, not to be, you know, skinny or whatever like that, but I want to get down to that goal because I know that it will alleviate some of the physical strain that I have on my back, my shoulders, and my knees. And I know that I can achieve that goal. But in order to achieve that goal, I'm not just looking at the end goal. I'm looking at what I can do every single day to work towards that end goal. So my goal with that is to, of course, I have my implementation of diet goal. And I I hate fad diets. I hate crash diets. I hate anything that's like a, not necessarily hate. Hate is too strong a word. But I don't like to follow things like keto diets, paleo diets, different things like that. And I, will, and I will say this, vegan diet is not a diet, it's a lifestyle. To be vegan is a complete lifestyle. It's a complete lifestyle change. It's not just a diet, it's not just a, you know, you're, you're removing meat. You're removing meat because you believe in animal conservation. And I'm all for it, honestly. <laughs> like, I love vegans. I, I, I love my vegan friends. I did have two instances in my life where I did try to go vegan. Um, And unfortunately, it didn't work for me due to different health reasons. I was actually finding that I was not as healthy and I was getting sicker um, (laughs) being a vegan than not being a vegan because I was missing out on key nutrients that my body really did need. Um, So I, I am no longer a vegan. However, regardless of whether you are choosing to be vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, you're choosing to go paleo, you're choosing to go keto, you're choosing to um, join Weight Watchers, you're choosing to, you know, um, calorie count, whatever it is that you're doing, there are certain food groups that you know, once you look into whatever diet regimen you're going into, because your diet is less of an actual diet to be able to eliminate certain food groups from your dietary habits and more of just the makeup of what you eat consistently and if you know that you want to get to a certain health goal especially a weight loss goal okay you might need to cut back on carbohydrates you might need to cut back on um, sugars you might need to cut back on all of these different things But you don't just want to focus on what you can cut out of your diet to be able to reach a weight loss goal. You want to focus on the different 
nutritious foods that you can add into your diet that maybe you haven't thought of before. And that's how I like to view it. That's personally me. I don't just like to think about what I'm cutting out because then I feel like, oh, well, I have to stop eating this and I have to stop eating that and I have to limit myself and I have to restrict myself and I have to blah, 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 blah. No, I find ways around it. And I find ways that, okay, well, if I'm going to want something sweet, for example, but I'm looking at maybe um, not necessarily counting my calories. I don't count my calories. (laughs) I find that to be detrimental to me because then, excuse me, I've tried counting my calories before and I wound up restricting myself so much so that like I would only eat maybe twice a day or maybe even once a day (laughs) um, when I was calorie counting. And I would feel bad if I surpassed my calories. I would feel bad if I decided that on the weekend I was going to forego calorie counting. Or if I was having um, a stressful week and I decided, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and get myself like a a coffee and a brownie from Starbucks um, uh, when I was on campus uh, going going for my undergraduate programs at um, the school that I went to. And like, I would just feel so bad. It gave me guilt to count my calories. Um, And that's just me personally. It gave me so much guilt counting my calories. But I will look at, um, I will look at, you know, different things that I can add into my diet that I know are more nutrient dense as opposed to calorie dense or carbohydrate dense or anything like that. And if I want something sweet, but I'm also trying to get down to a weight loss goal, instead of having a piece of pumpkin pie, I might make myself pumpkin oatmeal. Or I might make myself, because I love pumpkin. I love pumpkin during the fall. I love apple during the fall. Um, (laughs) And instead of having maybe like a a slice of apple pie, I might do apple oatmeal or I might make myself an apple smoothie in the morning. And, you know, just different things to where I'm just like, okay, well, I want something sweet. How can I do that and have something sweet while also maybe not going for my first instinct, which might be a piece of pie or making brownies or something like that. Speaking of which, I do want to make brownies soon um, because it's it's fall. I like to bake during the fall. Um, I'm make brownies, but anyway, so I will find ways around it. I will find ways to still be able to enjoy what I love or enjoy something sweet. But maybe not always go for the first instinct. Or if I do want to enjoy the sweet thing, I will allow myself to make brownies. I will allow myself to make cake. I will allow myself to do whatever. But maybe I'll control my portions a little bit more to where I'm not having like three pieces of cake in a day. Or I'm having two brownies when I sit down and have a brownie. I may only have one. And if I wind up making enough, I might freeze some. You know, and yes, you can freeze brownies. Yes, you can uh, freeze and store cake. Yes, you can freeze and store pumpkin pie. Um, You know, but if you make enough and you're like, okay, maybe I'll freeze some to have for a rainy day and I won't have to bake half as much, you know, and and okay, if I maybe decide in a couple of months from now that I'm going to want brownies, then maybe I can 
pull out a pull out a portioned out brownie from my freezer and and heat it up and maybe throw a little bit of ice cream on top or whipped cream on top instead of baking a whole nother tray of brownies you know um but anyway so I have the goal of 165 and I know what it would take to get there and I know that in order to get there I have to persist in not only a dietary goal but also maybe an exercise goal and I do love exercising I really do um I I love the fact that it makes me feel more energized than a cup of coffee (laughs) um so I today decided before I even did anything else that I was going to make a list and it was not going to be a list of like a to-do list it was going to be an objective oriented list What is my objective? How much time am I setting aside for different things? What are my specific objectives that I want to get done today? And then what are my daily objectives that I can use to work towards my goals? So today I I said, all right, my objective to work towards that 165 goal is that I'm going to start working out 30 minutes a day. I didn't even start with 15 minutes. I used to do 10 minutes a day. I hated doing just 10 minutes a day. It didn't make me feel energized enough. I did 30 minutes of Pilates this morning. <laughs> so yeah, I'm one step towards, one step closer to that goal. One step closer to that goal. And am I going to do it tomorrow? You bet your fucking ass I will. So, you know, but when you are creating a habit, When you are making a lifestyle change, you want to look at the time sometimes that you are setting aside for that habit. If it feels better to you to look at that time that you can set aside for that habit instead of just the end goal, do it that way. Do it that way. If you want to set an end goal such as a word count, if you're a writer and, and you know that you want to reach a certain word count every single day, then set that word count daily and know that you can even surpass that word count and, and celebrate that win if you do surpass that word count. But sometimes for some of us, it's easier to focus on how much time we're going to set aside for something than focusing on the repetitions or setting that simple to-do list and not being able to follow it, right? Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and I fully intend that you did. If you like this episode, feel free to let me know in the comments. Feel free to leave a rating and review and I will also be adding a little space for you to comment or message through the community tab on Spotify and Anchor and We'll see you again in the next episode. everyone, this is Alice B. Skellinger, your hostess of the Skellington Grin Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, feel free to leave a rating and review. 
If you would like to open up episode discussion, feel free to send me a message on the community tab through Spotify or Anchor, or simply email me at cartermancybyalice at gmail.com. That's C-A-R-T-O-M-A-N-C-Y-B-Y-A-L-I-C-E at gmail.com. If you would like to purchase any of my spiritual services, such as tarot readings, cord cuttings, and relationship one-on-one courses, visit my website at skellingtongrin.square.site. That's S-C-H-E-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N-G-R-I-N dot square dot site. You can also connect with me on social media by following me at Skellington Grin on Instagram and TikTok. I love you. I hope you have an amazing day. And remember, you are a master manifester. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.